Welcome to the Dials and Dice Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Parker. I'm joined today by with Jonathan. How are you doing? Doing well. How's everybody doing? I'm just trying to figure out where scum is and what scum is without Boba and Kanan. Does it exist? Good question. Um, also joined by Lee Wagner. How are you? Hey, guys. Glad to be here. And last but certainly not least, Tim Okanaldo. Good evening, everybody. And forgive me for not having other folks' beautiful faces on the screen. Um, we just didn't really have a chance to get all that set up tonight. But um, we will be bringing the... Uh, we'll be posting this to um, Apple Podcasts and also um, posting it to our YouTube channel as well. Yeah, so, yeah, um, let me know in the chat. Um, we would like for you guys to be active in the chat since this is our attempt at a podcast. Um, you know, talk with us. Um, let's see. What's on the docket for tonight? We had Worlds. Um, we did. Some kind of big X-Wing event. Yeah, it was, it was glorious. And uh, we have someone that uh, peeked their head in the door. I did. So I got to do a quick uh, about four-hour run-through of Adepticon. So it's <laughs> lightning fast. But, uh, you know, I happened to be in town picking up my brother from the airport. And uh, I, I couldn't not stop there, right? Is it a big venue? It's decent size. Yeah, it's at the Renaissance Center uh, down in Schaumburg, Indiana. It's near the Ikea, if you've ever been over there towards... Uh, it's the bigger Ikea. So um, my parents just happen to live around the corner from there nicely. Well, is it bigger than uh, like Gen Con? Oh, no. no. Gen, Gen Con is by far the biggest event I've been to. Um, it's smaller than Origins, probably. It's, I don't know, about a football stadium size. So it's got a couple different... Um, section so it's got a big main hall so which has your vendor area which is about four rows of vendors um, and then you've got uh, essentially Star Wars and uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol take up the whole side like the whole side wing which is probably the size of a large basketball gym and then the other side of course if you're Warhammer so they've also got a separate hall for Warhammer and then they've got gaming rooms upstairs as well so in the main hall so it, it, it's good size um, but I would say half or less size of Gen Con, if even that. Um, probably even a little smaller than Origins, if you've been to that game conference. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's it's pretty good size. And it's definitely focused on miniatures, So whereas a lot of the other ones do a lot of board games. So don't get me wrong, there's some of the vendors that do uh, do a lot of the board game stuff, but I would say at least 90% is going to be straight miniatures, which is awesome for, for this particular podcast. I highly recommend going. Steven, what did you think about it last year? Um, last year? Um, well, we didn't play in the X-Wing event. But, Not the main uh, one, nope. I thought it was pretty great. I, I would have loved to go on this year. Um, I'm definitely planning on going next year. I, want, I just want to be there uh, for the gaming and to see everyone. Um I'm trying to, I had forgotten to upload some pictures. The pics I sent? Yeah. 
So I'll be getting those up um, soon. Um, but before we get too distracted, um, let's talk about some X-Wing. So we, we did have, like, obviously we're talking about Adepticon Worlds, um, but how is X-Wing doing? Um, I feel like we went into the weekend with, or Worlds, with a lot of um, expectations in terms of what we were going to see, what we were going to see perform, um, um, and what we were going to see in the top cut. Um, and I feel like we were surprised by some of the pilots that we saw. A B-Wing, um, 10 Nub, and the top cut. I mean... And Wes Jansen. And, and Hollow? Okay. Yeah, Wes Jansen, I'm not surprised. I love Wes. Um, well, right, but like he's not like your go-to like five-point X-wing, right? Like there, there's so many other options in Rebels. Like Wes is great. Don't get me wrong. Like that that jam is amazing. Well, it's and it paid dividends. Who knew throwing yeah. a lot of red dice is good? <laughs> yeah, but a true Rebel that honestly, the Rebel surprised me like in such a good way because. Obviously, there was a lot of speculation going into Worlds that, you know, Rebels, you know, like, weren't going to do that well. But, like, I just think that it was very unexplored. And same thing with Scum. But the the thing is with Rebels is there's so many more tools available to the Rebels in the current meta that it, like, certain pieces will work no matter what you put them with. Um, like, for example, like Aaron Kraken. Like, Aaron Kraken and D Dutch has always been a good Y-Wing. And Aaron has always been a good filler. Which is the pieces around it that really made the list pull together. But the other right. Rebel list that really shocked me was the Battle of Yavin Han in the four A-Wings. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. Also Bartosh, too, who's been flying yeah, A-Wings like, for years. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was doing the Resistance A-Wings for a long time, too. But it does make you wonder, like... Or X-Wing players, we're just lazy. Like, we really don't experiment <laughs> enough. And, like, once we hear something's good, we kind of, like, get all this echo chamber. And we're like, you know what? It is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, especially what you saw it in First Order, too. I mean, First Order, you've got the core four TIE Fighters. And then it's just filled from there. Or dudes like some twi slight tweaks. Well, and I like... uh DT over Scorch. <laughs> Same. I, I'm with you on that one because you can still do a stressful maneuver, still gain your strain, and still get that additional attack die. Yep. Alright. Um, we do want to... Um, so, there was a post on a Facebook page um, from another content creator, uh, which just disappeared, but I'm trying to pull it back up. Formerly Monarch people. Yes. Uh, and they, and there was someone on there that asked some questions. And the questions are, uh, <laughs> bear with me. Well, world's behind us. And probably some updates from AMG in the not-so-distant future. What are your takeaways? 
first question. Who wants to go first? Man, what a time to be an Empire and Rebel player. <laughs> You're going to get so much stuff uh, coming out. I think, what's the release? May 26th? Oh, I don't know. I didn't catch the date on that. What is the date? I, I thought the the release for the Empire and Rebel starter packs are the 26th of May. I think that includes the the Tybee. I mean the uh, the, the bomber yeah. too. Yep. And then, hey, I'm really excited to see what May Fourth releases we're gonna see from AMG. Oh yeah. Like, are, I assume we're going to get a points update in the next, like, 60 to 90 days. Uh, oh, so the uh, MSRP for the starter uh, squadron starter packs are seventy four ninety nine For four models. And you're getting yeah. templates, a damage deck, dice. That's true. Oh. Uh, I mean, that sets it to just under $20 a model. Well, yeah, yeah that's not bad. How actually. much is the template set? Like 20 bucks now, too. That's true. And the damage true. So, for like five. So, yeah. No, they weren't they 10? I thought they were 10 or 12. Oh, I was about to say, I like, think they're like at least 10 bucks. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's 30 bucks of value right there. Yeah. And then dice. So, dice is another 12, I think. So, that's what, 25 approximately plus the templates which is another 20 so that's i mean right there you got you know 50 bucks or so you know, 45 not, and then you got your four models. models yeah and then you got four models so which uh what do the individual packs sell for i'm trying to think was it 20 dollars yeah, a model 20 dollars like 20 dollars with the i thought they went up like 29 uh for the small size ships it should be around 20 bucks yeah yeah steven if you scroll down and what you got on the uh Twitch, you might be able to see it. Might find a small one in there. I mean, as you can see, like uh, what he's got on there. Like, I mean, I mean, the, the Razor Crest itself is thirty-eight dollars. Then, like the dual small ship base for like the Rogue class yeah. is forty-eight ninety-nine. So the B wings are for, or, or thirty-nine ninety-five. Yeah, they were expensive. I, I think seventy-five. Ships. Well, still, I'm just saying that. I think it's a good price point to get into it. So I'm excited. So I feel like there's obviously been some fall off here over the, well, I mean, over the last few years, really, between 1.0 to 2.0 and then 2.0 to 2.5, there's been a lot of a lot of folks that were disenfranchised. So it's nice to see that they're going to support X-Wing moving forward by helping bring the new players into the fold. Yeah. And I hope like something Agreed. like the world's event will kind of like re-energize the community oh yeah oh yeah agreed. i mean, there i think a lot of people especially um since gsp is allowing them that the weekend stream to be reviewed by people who are not subscribers uh it's allowing people to go watch those games uh just see the excitement because i mean there's a there's a buzz going on you know throughout all the games and it, it'll um, be yeah. nice to see like the trickle effect from this like with all the loot that was handed out, you know, uh, it, it seemed like there's a lot of chatter out there of like people are like, oh, I can't wait to take us back to my local community. And I, I hope yep. stuff like that will like kind of reinvigorate everybody. If you want to fly, uh, if you want to fly the, uh, generics, you can get the 1.0 bombers for 1260 a piece. 
Oh my god. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, in the world's was huge. I mean, they had 188 people playing in there, which is a good sized tournament. That hall was packed. Well, the, the LCQ well, if you include the LC, if you include the LC, LCQ uh, like the last chance qualifier, if you add on that, I mean, it was oh, close true. to 300 players. Yeah, cuz they right. took like 50 or 60 from the LCQ. They took the top they took 60. They took 50 guaranteed and then 51 through 60 was your wait list okay and um all nine people made it um because one of the people in that nine and they actually and ryan uh, staniszewski actually said this on the gsp podcast is because ryan staniszewski was actually number 60 so he was the bottom of the lcq and the only reason he made it is because one of the waitlist guys in that nine had car trouble that morning and couldn't actually make the event on oh, time wow. for the um, main event. So because he couldn't make it on time and then he didn't get there, he still showed up, but it was like round like three, like are almost at the end of like round three of the tournament by that time. And by that time, Ryan was three and oh, going into and for day one. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy too. Like it, that was a lot of X-wing. I mean, we watched. Oh my gosh! I, like you could have, if you went from the LCQ to the final, that's eighteen games of X-wing. Eighteen mm-hmm. games. So mm-hmm. I remember the weekend of Nova, Jonathan. You played thirteen games, right? Oh my god! It was so many. I think because I, I played, played ten. <laughs> you played thirteen. <laughs> yeah. oh. Your brain yeah, because I played. Much. Uh, and like, well, little after bit, ten but... games in a weekend, I was fried. Like, yeah, it was a lot. Course, it was a lot I did, because I did the main I event the, with. I did win the side event, so you did. But that's also when you had um, cheapo <laughs> three point resistance Y wings. So, like, hey, you know, yeah, what's good is good. <laughs> oh, give me a, give and me I'm one, still one three point Y wing. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm. I wish. One three point one would be fine, but then at okay, so leading into another topic of like what um needs a nerf and why, or actually no, that would be what needs a buff. Never mind. Let's move on to that. Well, you guys want to move into what needs a, a nerf and why? Let me pull up the, the questions here, so I can I don't just know, look. Like, well, we haven't even said what factions something right squads <laughs> flop. So yeah, I, so let's curious. talk about factions. So, like, um, I mean, w- we've all looked at the. Well, I'm sure a lot of one, a lot of people who have, who are listening and watching, um, have listened to all the other podcasts um, already this past week, which have talked about the top thirty-two, the top or the top eight or whatever, um, but let's just so. What's what's bad? <laughs> so, so, like, what faction is not performing well? I guess that would be a good question. Well, the resistance, no one made it in the top eight. Uh, yeah, and but I fourteen. Uh, yeah, I think fourteenth was the highest. Yeah, with uh, Poe, Finn, Yarick, uh, Kazuno, and uh, Merrill Coben. So that was that was the the highest ranking resistance list. So from a blazoned, a blazoned, yeah. So as far that? as 
Where like, was that what, Falcon list at? The one with the the Battle of Yavinhan. The Falcon A no, yeah, the Falcon A Wing. That finished in the top four. Yeah, that was uh that was a rebel. Three. rebel. Oh no, I'm oh, sorry. That was Rebel, never mind, yeah. sorry. It was Rebel. Yeah, that was in resistance. Oh, there are in my personal opinion, there there are two factions that are suffering the most right now, uh, and that is resistance and scum. And I say scum with a caveat outside of Boba Fett and Kanan. Well, also, I, I think maybe that comes back from, you know, they're just in the echo chamber. They're like, oh, this is just really, really good. It's so good. I don't want to play anything else in the faction. Right. I mean, like, that's, well, so yeah, what, that's true. And that's the same thing else, with the Separatists, um, too, though, is 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 the is Django Dirge uh, a three-point bomber, whether it be SOC 404 or a bombardment drone. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it. It's a four-point Seppi list. A four-ship Seppi list. But even Separatists still went top four. Scum made top eight. There were two Rebel lists okay, in top so, four. But, but look at Scum. You've got sixth place, thirteenth place, and then you got forty eighth. <laughs> That's some spread, right? Yeah, because the, and the ones that were on top were the double fire spray list. Yeah, and, double and fire spray and Canaan. I think right. part of that is you know, like I said, you know, we were talking about it earlier. I was like, X wing players were pretty lazy. Like we just want the best thing out there to fly. Right. Uh, and I don't know if, you know, did we, as a community, did we experiment enough with the scum uh, faction to find anything good? Or did we, someone just find something good and everyone just honed in on that and nobody wants yeah. to see anything else? I, I, I'm i ready to see what what people are going to try next besides Kane and, and Boba. Like, what's, 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 what is someone going to bring to a tournament and win with? And everybody's going to be like, oh, that's good. Like, I so were, there was does, one is there list. Really, does there really need to be a points change for that to happen? Well, a point I mean, maybe, because it. nobody's going to... I'm sorry, Tim. I, I said a points change will force it. Like, if they they make the loadout for Kanan, like, seven points or six points, you know. Now, people if you go down to the 48th, the 48th place... And you look at that list. It is a. Um, That's the list I was going to talk about. It's Dirge, Sarasu, Q9, and Doctor Afra, which is actually a little along the same thoughts of the scum list that I was recently trying. Instead of Doctor Afra, I was flying. Um, I was flying Sarasu, Layton, Q9, and. Who else was it? Iman. Uh, Iman. Oh, Iman. Yeah. But um, this seems to be along more along the line of like just a different style scum list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got Dirge, Seriously, and Q9 all at I5, which are great. Um, Dirge, um, just being Dirge. I mean, it's a great four-point filler ship that you can tool however you need to. Um, Seriously, with Pro Torps, 
uh, in this list in particular, uh, Q9, uh, with not doing the traditional um, Mando child loadout, um, opted for L3, Ahsoka, Contraband, and then the Razor Crest title. I actually had a build similar to that, but I was like, nobody's find L3 on it. <laughs> Again, cheap, cheap mentality. <laughs> well, we need and uh, need, Afra. We need to see some four point fangs. A lot of four point fangs. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, what I would not give. That. What I would not give for four point. Because if you got Mauler boy and Backstabber boy, like at three and four points, and I did at four points, why can't? Had Solus be four points. Exactly. Like, what in the world? Or give me old yeah, you've five. Got, yeah, you got four die you've got four hull TIE fighters rolling around with abilities that help each other out to give them third attack dies. Right. Like yeah. why why can't we I, have I think, another at least might, one more? I think we might see some changes to scum for those smaller ships. Well, hopefully, like, I, I want to see something Mandalore. Like, hey, if every ship in your list is Mandalorian, has the Mandalorian keyword, guess what? They they cost one point less. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. All right. So, um, where, what is our next question? Uh, I'm going to try to keep this with within about an hour. Um, so, let's try to just move this along. Um... What was the next question on that list? Where was it? Uh, what do you so think needs a nerf? Yeah, what do you think needs a nerf and why? What needs a nerf? TIE Fighters. Well, yeah, definitely TIE Fighters. <laughs> Just raise I was the price, thinking, uh, I was thinking um, the VCX pilot that everybody was flying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think they're going to nerf the ties though before they release that Imperial set? Well, huh. hopefully we'll see regular tie fighters go up, and then the tie bombers will be super cheap, and they'll come in and wreck everything for six months. Yeah, <laughs> it would be cool to, to see say. the tie bombers, um, them fix the loadouts back a little since they increased the price of the trash missile, whatever it's called. Talking about the barrage rockets? No, the trash missiles. Oh, trash missiles. Chaff clouds. The, um, chaff clouds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tra- you said missiles. trash missiles. Jeez. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's funny. <laughs> I think I think you're the only one who's called it that, but whatever. That's what it is. Tra- it's trash so missile. confusing. It's a trash missile. <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> But anyway, since they increased the cost of those, I feel like they could work with the bombers a little bit to open them up and give them more options and to be more playable. Well, I think seeing that uh, the the bendy bomb drop and getting a cheap bomber out there is going to really scare some of these high agility, low hull ships. Yeah, yeah, it's going to completely change how people fly because I mean, you could you have a bendy. I mean, you now have access to a bendy prox mine. I mean, that's going to be huge. I mean, look what yeah. Y Wings did with the you know, a high loadout and being cheap. Like, right? Exactly. Oh yeah. So if you can get like yeah. them at three points and run like three or four bombers and just have them zipping around dropping bombs, ugh, we'd go back. I don't think they need to be three point bombers. Like maybe one or two, but. 
my personal opinion is I don't think there needs to be a bunch of three-point bombers because then once you see a bunch of three-point like Empire bombers, that's literally all you're going to see. But if it's going to be the same problem that you bombers, had with the three-point, huh? But if I want four-point bombers, I'll just fly first order. I mean that's fair, but you, you have the abilities that are in Empire, and but it's the same. This is it's going to run into the same problem that you did with the Resistance Y wings when you had too many three-point. Y wings. The Y wings were never a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, well, what did we have at Cherokee, Stephen? Do you remember at top uh, top table? We had a lot of bombers, if I remember correct. Am I wrong? I'm trying to pull up our top two t or our top table at Cherokee. I'm having a hard time finding the lists. Oh, you'd have to like look on List Fortress. Yeah, well, I'm looking on there now. I'm not seeing it, so that was my problem. I was trying to find it. But, I don't know. That's alright. So, I, I think we had a lot of success with our bombers, and, and they definitely weren't three points then. But I think we lost Steven here for a second. I'm, uh, I'm back. Um, I'm going to go grab some cards, because, you know what? If you're watching, and you type in the chat... We're going to give away an Aldar card. All right. So, start typing in the chat. Um, let's see. Uh, right about... Um, now? I guess. So, start typing in the chat, and I will pull a giveaway here in a few minutes once we get some people... Who are eligible for the giveaway. And. We'll give away an Aldar card. So let's continue. Where were we? About things that need a nerf. Or do we want to move on to the next question? Is there what more things that need to be nerfed? No, no, what else needs nerfing? Um, The Yavin stuff. And the Sock stuff. Yeah. And you're seeing it. They've had their time. Yeah. How do you nerf that, though? Time. You just raise a point. You know, look, increase it by one. Now, you know, DBS. But it, you, is that you, too much, though? I don't think so. Um, and I don't. I, well, and the, the reason why I don't think it's too much is because if you increase it by a point and make it the same cost as the customizable version, you now actually have to choose between what you want to customize or having that bonus ba Battle of Yavin ability. Exactly. Or whatever it is printed on that. And then it makes it a bit more even. Instead of getting, you know, a good chassis or a good ship that is, like, you know is already a good ship. And you know is already a good chassis. I mean, look at, I mean, specific example, DBS-404. It still has advanced proton torpedoes on the SOC version. You can still put that on the modifiable version. But the SOC version has um, the Stratlock override where you can just zoom through obstacles and it has that bonus um but it still has networked right essentially yeah so like it now i think the strut like override personal opinion for that style of ship is better than the grappling struts because if i'm using a ship like 404 i'm going to zoom into the fight and not park Just as, as a specific example. 
Why is this okay? Continue. I'm trying to figure out this uh giveaway. Giveaway. Box. Like, it was driving me nuts in Cherokee. <laughs> Sorry. But look at click. Like people make a choice. I mean, click's the same price. And you know, you see yeah, I mean, I've seen him both as the sock version and as the the customizable one. But like Empire I don't know anyone who's taken Mauler, regular Mauler. It's all always boy Mauler. Yeah, it's, it's always boy Mauler and backstabber. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a free hull upgrade for the same price, or for cheaper, isn't it? Because they're three point. Uh, so Mauler's three, boy Mauler's three, but uh, boy backstabber's four. And I think if Mauler and Backstabber were both four, I'm okay with that. Moff Gideon, I don't know, man. Like, three seems really great for his ability. I mean, that's true. So, but um, at the same time, at the same time, though, like you also got to look at the first order Tie Fighters. If you look at the first order Tie Fighters, I mean, you have three points for DT and. Um, DT, Scorch, Gaelic, they're all three points. Yeah. Malrus, all three points. Good. Right. right. So at what point do you look at TIE Fighters overall and not just like a specific faction's TIE Fighter? Because I mean, if you think about it, the First Order TIE Fighters are better just for the simple fact that they already have a target lock and a shield. Well, you could yeah. give Scorch and DT and uh, Gaelic, give them four point loadouts and i think that fixes a lot you mean four point ship cost no four point loadout they can stay three but you put four point loadout now you have to make a choice because mm. right now i mean you could slap shield upgrades on them so then they're you know three hull, what do you, what do, you do with four points loadout uh you could put trick shot on it I better say they only have one talent, so I would I would say to go down to five. I would say to go down to five because it would give them the, it would make them it would make people make a choice between doing something like pattern analyzer or optics, or doing, um, or going into the double talents. Right. Yeah. Actually, you Scorch is the only much. one that has. Yeah, Scorch is the only one that has double talents, and uh, DT doesn't. DT I think is one talent and mod. Yeah, because I mean, look how good Malaris is. Like, she's three points, but she only has four point loadout. So well, yeah, that's because like, her ability is ridiculous. There's like no variety. You know, your your choices are: do I want a cluster or magpulse? Right. Yep. You know, and right now right. there's just too much variant. You could have just too many different builds. With the real quick, ones. type exclamation point prize in the chat to enter for the the card giveaway. Um, exclamation point prize. That's the, the entry for the Dr. Afra um, alt art. This is our watercolor series from Cherokee. So I don't have that one. Point. You don't? It should be I don't. coming in the mail, should. right? Yes. Oh. Well. Oh, I guess it should. <laughs> well, oh yeah, we we didn't send your set. Okay. 
Anyway. <laughs> Steven's giving away Jonathan. No, Lee Lee was sending the stuff out, but you're you're not on the Patreon list. <laughs> How am I not on the Patreon? I've been on the Patreon since day one. I don't know. Lee? I don't know. So <laughs> we'll sort it out. We'll figure it out later. It's just card cardboard. Delicious. Yeah, sorry. Hey, I like the thousand dice watercolor. I like the thousand dice cards, man. It's like I every time I go play at um, Huzzah over here in Northern Virginia, like I always bring anything I can with the thousand dice stuff. Speaking of the thousand dice card, uh, with the launch and restructure of thousand dice, not streaming games every week, but uh, actually launching this podcast, um, we are launching the thousand dice card club. So. Um, I'm going to type Patreon in the chat, and if you'll click on that link right there, uh, that will take you to our Patreon, um, in which you will see, uh, there's a post there about the Dad Card Club, but, uh, if you click on membership, you can go to tiers, and for three dollars a month, I mean, that's like... Less than a coffee? Less than a coffee, yeah. For $3 a month, uh, we're going to be sending out all dark cards every quarter, at the end of each quarter. Um, right now, Lee, did you have a chance to check out the cards that we, we talked about? We've got a lot. So, um, we realized that Cherokee has a ton of cards. Yeah, we got Bo-Katan, so that needs to go out, and then, um, so that's a Lego one, if I remember correct. Okay. And then we've also got, what else was there? We got the Gauntlet Fighter with, um, who was the second one that we did? Uh, we have Rookcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that Rookcast. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, Here so is. those all. This is an, uh, an unmatched dial. Uh, Rookcast with a, a gauntlet art that we had commissioned. So this is a special Dolls and Dice card. The back of it, we've got like the bubble color. Really pretty. So yeah. Oh, sorry. Dropped it. So yeah, take a second to go um, join our card club on Patreon. That will help support our channel. Uh, every member helps. Uh, and you'll get cool cards. I mean... What? I think a card, I think $9 is worth the time that it took for us to come up with the design and all the work that it took to, to get one of these. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. I thought it was cool. It's totally worth it. Nine bucks. And we yeah. met that guy at uh, Adepticon here last year. That's who last who, year. We commissioned to, to build her to, to make that so in fact right. we, we thought he forgot about us for the longest <laughs> to be perfectly it took honest him, it took him like eight months to get back to us yeah but yeah. he did so he did it's around like november or something like that so, yeah, so it's going to point prize um uh into the end of the giveaway so yeah we do have the thousand dice card club join it check it out um help support our podcast uh, and if you are listening to this uh, afterwards, uh, go to patreon.com slash dadgaming, and you will find our page. 
Um, all right. While you guys well, are doing the giveaway, um, Blackasaurus says the Mallor should go up to four points but have a higher loadout. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pay one more point, yeah. Yeah. Put all the stuff uh, on it. That makes sense. Oh, Procket Mallorus. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if we go up to eight points because at the same time, if you put eight points on it, you're gonna have a shield upgrade. Then you're gonna have a shield upgrade Mallorus, and that's not fun. Oh, can you imagine double modified Procket Mallorus? Ooh. All right. Oh. We only have two people entered to win the card. So if you oh, type exclamation point prize, um, you have a really good um, statistical advantage of winning an auto art card tonight. So, you got a 50-50 shot. I mean, as of right now. Until someone else types exclamation point prize. I mean, fair. Alright, so what needs to be um, buffed? Resistance. Well, resistance could use some help. What in resistance? Oh, man. So I want to see some... I want to see a four-point X-Wing. Well, we got one. Yeah, there is one. Zay. Yeah. We just need another I wanna see, one. I want to see another one. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Tim. He he is like the master of resistance too. What? So we do. Um let me let me take a second uh introduce you. Tim Open Auto is in a resistance nerd. Hey, what do you call it? Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Aficionado. <laughs> there that's the word I was looking for. Um <laughs> We're all yeah. nerds. I mean, come on, we're on a so, yeah, really. <laughs> so he is our thousand dice resistance expert. Um, so my core faction that I like to fly is primarily scum. Um, I do. I have so okay. I I kind of gone three waves. So like year before last, I was flying first order most of the year. Um, and then. Last year, I flew Resistance most of the year. Um, this year, I've been flying Rebels. So, I don't know. That's just how it's gone. Um, but I'm enjoying Rebels so far. I like the Alpha Strikes, Torpedoes. Um, Lee, what is your preferred faction? Uh, I kind of bounce between Rebels and Resistance myself, but I am by no means as... <laughs> as good as Tim with resistance, so I, I just like the X wings. That's just me. They look we'll call cool. you. We'll call you our rebel um, specialist, since that's really what you know the best. Sure. And then Jonathan, we need somebody that knows Empire and Seps. I guess. Well, I know Seppi's pretty well because, um, the well, obviously, like when I first started playing the game, I start I started back in like the 1.0 days. And, and started playing Scum when Scum split from Rebel and Empire back in, I think, Wave 3 or 5 or whatever it was, mm. back in 1.0. Um, but as soon as the Separatist came out, um, I started playing Separatist, like, nonstop. Like, I, I, when I, when I say I bought into Separatists, I bought into Separatists. Like, I bought two starter packs and three extra droids. So I had at least... Was it seven droids? So I had enough for seven droids and a bubble lab off the get go. Oh, wow. um, and I had two Sith, two Sith infiltrators. I think I've got three or four HMPs. I've got five tri fighters. Like, I'm, 
<laughs> you can build anything. Yeah, literally anything. The only thing, actually, the only ship I don't have um, right now actually is the Rogue class. Like, I don't own the Rogue class fighter. Right really? Now. I got one. Oh, they look so good. Yeah, I've seen them, and I need to buy that pack because it's Scum and Separatist, which are my two main ones. But then I also have, like, my third faction that I've been flying a lot of um, is First Order. So, like, as far as tiers go, it goes Scum. Scum and Separatists are, like, one and two, but First Order is not really far behind. And Nate, well, Nate, Nate is, is a big Separatist guy. Yes, so yeah, Nate's not with us tonight, but he is our Separatist. We don't really have an Empire person on don't here no but blekasaur who's in the chat is definitely a big empire person oh, yeah? i can tell you that from personal experience oh is he one of the nova people um don't know he was not was he a Nova? no 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 was not at nova no, but Blekasaur is uh one of my <laughs> he says buff vader in the chat <laughs> No, um, no. Uh, so Blackasaur is one of my um, really good longtime friends. That he was one of the people, which we him and my friend Josh, um, that got me into playing X Wing. Like it because it was the two of them, and Josh went Rebels and Tim went Empire. And then when Scum split from the two factions, is when I joined the game. And it was the three of us that had all three main factions, and he's been Empire since like day one. So he, nice. he knows Empire pretty dang well. <laughs> so we got Vader that we need to buff. What else? What else? No. <laughs> yeah, boy, Vader. If, if, you mean buff, if you mean buff, you mean Vader Vendor going to 10 points? Yes. Right. So yes, absolutely. we got resistance that needs a little help. Why um, you, Why you been shooting at Defender Vader? I don't. <laughs> but that's also the problem. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I am with Tim. We should always just buff Nia Nub, but that's just because he's my favorite character for oh. some weird reason. Yeah. I uh, I want Resistance to get a medium base ship. Like, just, yeah. just give us one. Like, give us one. I think they need to make. And it, I don't want it to be a shuttle <laughs> or a transport. Uh, please, please. No it's got to be. It's going to be a support ship. No more couches. What? Okay. What? So, what could be a medium base? Um ship um for resistance i don't know there's a bunch of stuff in that last movie so. oh yeah <laughs> i mean you could throw anything in the faction for that yeah that, that's what that's what i'm counting yeah. on and i, I we'll, do want to we'll, we'll take it all fly bombers again you know let me fly they do, uh, I, I i do think i think the bombers are too iconic to leave out yeah i mean it's i think they're like the only resistance ship that aren't in standard I think they have to retool them and just give them like the trajectory. And they're in the simulator. opening scene of opening scene of one of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they need so they need and they they definitely need a buff. Whether it is um, a point drop in cost um, or a increased loadout or a combination of both when they do become standard again, because the the tools that are available to the bomber are like almost infinite because you do so many different things with them, but they don't have a high enough loadout value to really do 
what you would want to do with them to fill the role that they're supposed to fill in a squad. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, I think the highest point one is like 15 points. That's like Paige Tico. Yeah, I think so. Hey, look at that, Buckasaur. Hey, congratulations. Exclamation point win. Thank you for... What'd you um, get? Are you getting a Dr. Effort card? There you go. I love Dr. Afro, so, but also just because of the comics. Dude, the, do- the, the Dr. Afro Black Series is worth like 70 bucks. Doesn't surprise me. I've got her first appearance in the comics, and whew, that's pretty decent, too. Oh, cool. He's like crazy yep. uh, doc- <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones in Star Wars. Yeah, that's exactly how I'd put it, too. So it's, uh, it's totally Indiana Jones uh, lady. Uh, Star Wars character, essentially. Oh yeah, because she's got a triple zero and BT one, right? Or her the murder droid? Yeah, those are those are her droids. And then she's got a black. How how do you say black? Kirkistan. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Um, Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Thank you. I can't say it. Uh, Whatever. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. So so that was also one that follows her around there for a good long time too. I hope yeah. she's in the uh, Mandalorian uh, sometime. I think his uh his black series character is worth a little more as well, like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah. What well, you just you just bought one yesterday, didn't you? I just ordered one on eBay last night. And speaking of that, I think we're gonna. Well, we have one more question to go over, but I do want to hit some content for the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch. Oh, oh man, that's too soon for the Bad Batch. Really? Oh God. Hurts my heart. I'm I'm st- I'm still four episodes behind, so oh, don't say Jack. Or you can say stuff. I'm far behind. You might have to That's drop hard. off because we're uh, guys. <sighs> this was on the podcast script. Supposed to I know. It. I've have been watching it. It's just I'm a little behind. It's been busy. Hey, it, what about the Mandalorian? Your, uh, okay, where's every where's everybody at on the Mandalorian? Please tell me. I have not watched. It. I didn't watch last night, but I know it moved things forward. I just have been trying to avoid as many spoilers as possible. We watch it on Fridays in my house with pizza. Ooh, pizza Mandalorian Fridays. Oh, yeah. Well, my, you, might, my... you might just have to drop off so we can chat about it just <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, but we do have one more question. So yeah. how good or bad do you think the current scenario balances? And do you think... There should be more scenarios, and do you have any ideas of what? That's a loaded question, but you think yeah. they're going to release any with the starter kits? Because I mean, I feel like that's the perfect opportunity to put a new rule set out. I mean, as far as finally printing them, and I, I don't think they're going to print Dutch. out the rule set anymore. I think it's just going to be follow this link or go to. Atomic I think Mads. so too. Yeah, yeah. Can, they've got to have make one comment. Though. Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to make one comment on what think what I think needs to buff and why before we move too far past it. Um, Z95s and any of the factions, there needs to be at least one two-point Z95. Uh, there needs a two-point. I could see that. Yeah. Because it, that. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a generic um, because that well, way it's not spammable. Right. But yeah, a... the fact that the Z95 are all three points. 
like you're telling me that a Z95 is the same quality as a TIE fighter or the same quality as a first order TIE fighter? I don't think so. No, not right. Exactly. It, and it would help yeah. spice up some of I the still, variety. Of I still feel like 20 points is, I still feel like 20 points is too narrow of a, a point window. Yeah. Well, Do you still miss the 200 point? Then, you know, you're going to have, I think they should factions do with half points that can't really like look at the separatists. Like you wouldn't be able to fly. You wouldn't be able to fill all 25, 24 points if you did a swarm with the, like the yeah with eight ships. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, sorry, that was just my. T- I wanted to add those two cents before we move to the next one. Um, but as far as like the the current scenario balance. I honestly think the current scenario balance is is decent. Um, I don't think there's any one scenario that is worse than the other. Um, I mean, a lot of people... Yeah, everybody hates salvage. Like, I get that, 100%. Like, I myself do not like salvage. Yeah, I was about but... to say, everybody say on three, your your worst favorite. One, <laughs> salvage. Oh, three, salvage. It's always, it's always, always, always going to be salvage. And because it forces a ship to act differently because yeah. um, when you're telling yeah. something you can't reposition at all you can't cloak you can't barrel roll boost slam it, it it takes it away and the thing i don't like about it the most is the fact that it takes away an action that you have with the ship like yeah. while you're towing something but at the yeah. same what time they, um... it forces that d- d- decision on your your like if that scenario doesn't didn't exist we would see a whole heck of a lot more ace style lists. What if we what if we uh, saw the variety? Just perhaps them actually integrate more scenarios like salvage that requires you to adapt more to your flying like, ability. Like I, I have an idea of one that is a blatant theft from uh, Legion. And that's like a bombing run escort where it's just one token that moves like speed two every round. And if you have a ship within range one of it, you get a point. Hmm. And that's it, great. It just goes, you know, straight to the other side. <laughs> and then if it's straight down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Or like you can place it anywhere, but you know, you at the, or end, you can do, at the end phase, or you can do, um, some kind of cool, like, I don't know. This is in my brain. Some kind of cool um, addition to it for, like, roll a die on this result, go too hard. Yeah. It's, or something yeah, like that. Something like that. As long as it's, like, some something you escort, you have to be within, you know, range one of it. So you have to keep somewhat occupied or it just kind of sits there and does nothing for you. Yeah, I think two would be crazy, but I think just yeah, you and your opponent each having one. one. Yeah, what about the yeah. half point things like Blackasaurus mentioning? Like, what about half points for scenarios where you can't hardly kill a ship before the game's over? Well, I I don't know. I, I think it's the one thing that. That made 2.0 so jousty, <laughs> and then it would really—I think it would change. You just take a joust list every game, 
Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> well, what about just adding, what like, do. what about adding half points to, like, say, um, Assault? Like, the Capture the hit, the Flag, or the uh, King of the Hill type one. Um, and having two scenarios that do half points, two Sarah scenarios that don't. I think I was thinking then, more so the um, the three was it the, the three scram- light scramble. switch one because yeah. scramble has the most um, what do you call it uh, potential to snowball. Yeah, mm, that's fair. I don't know. I'm not a game developer. Neither am I. <laughs> I don't know. Your uh, um, Baby Yoda scenario was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We should do that yeah. on stream sometime. Definitely. Yeah. It's been a minute, though. But I think we needed to still edit it for 2.5 to some extent. Oh, it has been edited. I mean, it oh, was for right. the Cherokee Open. You did. you did. I forgot. The child scenario. We'll plan, we'll plan a stream for that. One night, we'll all get together, TTS, play the child. It's fun. I liked it. Sounds good. All right. Um, on to other news. Do we have any updates on... Oh, wait. Before we move on from X-Wing. Um, they did announce... the. They put up some slides at uh, Adepticon. Uh, so they announced the Battle of Endor scenario pack. Um, what else did they announce? I'm just, I'm just throwing these out there in case you guys want to comment on anything. Uh, Battle of Endor, we've got Captain York and the Defender. Uh, we've got Wedge with a different ability. After you perform an attack that hits, gain one focus. Um, then we have the new packs. Um, we got a TIE Bomber that's coming out. We have Dash Rendar with a 3-die 180 turret. Also, and a, a scum standardized action. scum loadout. Right. How many points do you think he's going to be? Uh, the standardized throw. scum one? Like nine. Standardized scum with a three, well, no, with a three die turret, not a four die turret. But it, like at range three, it goes up one, right? Oh, does this do? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, at range three, it goes up one. Um. Throw trick shot on him. Now you're throwing five dice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I still think he's going to be a problem. <laughs> well, no, that's the that's the standard. Does a standardized one have trick shot? I, I couldn't read uh, all the cards. Hang on, mm, it doesn't. The it standardized has one mercenary does not. seeker missiles, Lebo, and Outrider, and that's the scum one. And then uh, the other one has efficient pro. Pro, I can't read that. Progressing, pro, efficient processing uh, for Lebo oh. or programming. I can't hardly read it. No, it's processing. It's processing. All right. Um, but yeah, I think that um, Dash is probably going to be in like the seven point range, seven eight point. Um. Yeah, sounds about right. Other news, we have um, AMG is coming to your 
FLGS for store championship season this year, starting May the 4th will be the start of the new season. Can't wait. Um, there will be store championship prize kits that will be sent out. And here is a, a first announcement from Dows and Dice. Um, we are partnering with the FLGS in the Raleigh area. And we will be streaming a local tournament. I don't know if it's going to be a store champ, but it's a good opportunity to have one. Um, there's plenty of room. There's plenty of time to plan that out between now and then at the store. But um, yeah, so we'll be streaming a, a tournament in July. So be looking for an announcement. If you're in the area, um, you do have to register because it's like a 32-player cap. It's a small store. Anyway. Store championship kits. Oh, there's a question about the cost of the store championship. Uh, store championship kits. So the old kits were like twenty to fifty dollars, and then like the regional kits were about one hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. But with the store kits getting a free ticket to Worlds, you know that it might be fifty to a hundred. And then, like, yeah. the regional kits, that's the one where you could get a buy or a couple buys, I guess. Uh, I, I imagine that's going to be even more. Another thing coming out. The Children of Mandalore Organized Play Kit. I'm not really sure what it's all about, but it does look like it is a some sort of scenario pack. Um, yeah, it says you're going to try to blow up escape pods or help everyone get away, so... And there are be Beskar scenario tokens, um, some new tokens and cards. Um, looks like a lot of fun. Oh, did yeah. anyone get the Louis uh, tournament kits with the Beskar medal tokens? No. Oh, no. They're so right not. They're so good. All right. Yeah. So, um, moving on from X Wing. Uh, we still have Star Wars content, but do we have any announcements for Legion? Anything coming out? Any updates on rules? I know they recently had a rules update, so there's a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, they've had a lot of stuff with um, just line of sight, uh, what's considered heavy cover and so forth. Like the you don't get line of sight, uh, or excuse me, you don't get heavy cover from hiding behind like a saber tank anymore. So there's there's been a lot of controversy over it a little bit, but. Um, they, I oddly enough, Tim, did you see on Facebook here tonight? Somebody was talking about coming out with a diorama set for Legion with um, Alps Chamber, and they've got Luke and Darth fighting in the in the chamber from Return of the Jedi. So that was for Shatterpoint. That's for Shatterpoint, really? I'm pretty sure. That I thought it said Legion. I'm pretty sure that was for Shatterpoint. The big thing for Legion is Yub Yub Ewoks. Who's that oh. was awesome. Those yeah, models I did see were that. wicked cool. Yeah. So they look great. Oddly enough, they're already announcing that for Shatterpoint too. I guess they had enough draw. They announced like Tons. eight different expansions packs for Shatterpoint. Yeah, it looks like they're um, gonna like this year they're they're really focused on the Rebels. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, Clone the Clone Wars. Wars and Clone and Wars, then, yeah. Like next year, like eighteen months from now, it looks like they're going to be focused on, uh, like 
Empire timeline. Well, I saw they had the uh, the Ghost Crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be crew. further out. So what I oh, thought okay. was cool is, is that they're doing um, they're doing uh, like Jabba's Palace style Leia and Lando and such. So I thought that was an interesting take. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think some of that terrain is just going to be fantastic buys. And even if you don't play, like I, I probably won't play Shatterpoint except like on TTS because I already have yeah. too much I wanna, plastic crack. I want to get more into hobbying and painting, and I think this is a good opportunity. And they're bigger minis, so it won't be as hard to paint. Yeah. Right. Because they're 40 millimeter instead of, uh, what, 28? 28, yeah. Or, yeah. So they're Sweet. good size. I like the lightsabers, too. So um, that was, I mean, that was one of the main reasons I swung, swung through uh, Adepticon was go to demo that. And it was it was fun. So obviously there's a learning curve for every new game, but it was, it was fun. I like the... Uh, um combat trees that they have i thought that was an interesting play so essentially when you roll your dice um once you determine the number of hits you go down the um the the combat uh tree yeah, and yeah. you can kind of have some branches um, to decide whether you want to go more tactical or, or have more heavy damage right because um, you, have you have special a, dice that that have abilities to add to right no, it's just your attack dice. So once you determine, so let's say that you got um, three hits through, right? So after they roll your attack and your defense die, you get three through. So at that point, you can go down a damage tree. The first one might be like double damage, and it'll do two two points of damage. Next one might have another um, damage and a dash, and then you might have the ability to do, I, I don't know. <laughs> again, I played once, so for 30-some minutes. Um, but you would have the ability to do like a, maybe a force push, right? And, and one point of damage. So, um, so yeah, but you may also be able to just do two points of damage on the other tree and that might have a, a different, you know, talk track or excuse me, damage track. Um, that'll give you some tactical advantages. So it's, it's interesting. I do like that. Um, it's somewhat like Marvel crisis protocol that once you get damage to your max, so like Anakin, I believe had 11 health points or hit points. But once you get damaged to that point, at that point, you're out of that round. So you can't affect anything. You don't get points for objectives. Um, so you're just kind of useless at that point. But you still get to come back at the beginning of the next turn. So that was interesting. Okay. Um, that That's very much our crisis protocol is that you have the undamaged and damaged side of the card. Anakin has the ability to come back up to three times. I think um, most of them have two outside like Jedi and, and Sith um, and some of your more named characters. Okay. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to take a look at it. Be I've been trying to watch some of the demo videos that they Sucker came out with that were. Yeah. I think I, we lost, I think we lost for, Tim. For cool model. So I'm going to keep playing. Oh no. Tim. This isn't the... Tim is not in our chat channel anymore. Oh no! All right. Well, hopefully. Um. Well, hopefully we were we were going to talk about um the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch, but not all of us here are caught up on it. Um. I will oh, ask so good. any if anybody has any comments generally about like how the season's going. Um. Personally, okay. Here's a comment that I have. I really like how this season 
you're seeing character development in multiple different characters. Like the yeah. armor, Paz Vizsla, uh, Bo-Katan. Um, you don't see a whole lot in um, Grief Cargo or anything, but I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like they focused it. on char- the the Mandalorian character development in terms of like developing that culture more. I think. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, no, so yeah, you kind of see they're definitely doing more. It's great. And so because you kind of get to see what it is that they you know kind of their structure of how they set everything up. I mean, obviously, we all knew that they can't take off their helmets. Everybody knew that, but um, just it's kind of cool to see how the culture works and how that all plays out. And like, um, for example, when they had dinner and they said that nobody or like nobody could eat around the fire. So, and the person who's in charge of the group sits at the fire and gets to eat. So everybody else has to go off on their own. I mean, it's such an odd concept, but it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. You see them kind of living out their, their Mandalorian culture. Yep. It's Um, interesting. Question, question, theory, question. Who is the armorer? Who? I mean, I, I can tell you who the actress is. Do you, do you know? Do you do you know Star War, uh, Do you know Mandalorian lore enough to guess? No. Taking no. you. I mean, I know Mandalorian lore quite a bit, but I think, um, what's her name? That's a team, Kreese. You think one of like the the Kreese clan is? No, nah, it was it was a lady from the from the Clone Wars that wore like golden white armor. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember her name, but that's a good guess. I know exactly who you're talking about. It was uh, Sabine's like family. Yes, it was Sabine's mother. Yes. Sabine's mother is somebody the, from Clan Wren. Yes. Hmm. Um, what's her name? Uh, gosh. no, uh, not Ru- I don't. Me. Ursa Wren. I think it's Ursa Wren. Yes. Interesting. Go, but they didn't follow the way though. Go, okay, go go to after this. Go to YouTube and type in Ursa Wren, Clone Wars, and then listen to her talk. And to look at her, she has gold on her armor. Um, the Ren family followed um, Death Watch, and they had horns on their helmet. And you, you see, the armor has subtle horns on her helmet. Um, what else? There's a few things, but yeah, go listen to her speak in the show, and she sounds just like the armor. You think that's going to be some kind of surprise at some point? I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't if you ever watch the latest just, episode, I could make just, a comment, but I can't. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out. I'm checking out. Sorry, boys. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't wanna... no, you don't have to do it. I was just saying, I was like, there's, uh, there was something I was about to say, and I was like, oh, wait, nope, can't say that. <laughs> oh, it, it just came out yesterday. Come on, guys. I wanted to watch it, but we were holding out for pizza night. I got up and watched it before the kids woke up. Yeah, I almost watched it last night, but I was super tired, and then I ended up staying up till three anyway. So, what did it matter? I should have watched it. <laughs> okay, 
Mandalorian. Okay, okay. Um, which you're not gonna just say it. I'm not terribly. No, no, I, no. I really don't care about ruining. You've seen this the the space the the space battle with the N one and yeah the um the gauntlet and the, and the, intercept, and the interceptors. Oh no, yeah, the interceptors. That was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. That oh my gosh, awesome. so fun. That was so. And then the bombers came through. Like yep. you, you're, they're showing a lot of different ships and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I like seeing the season. gauntlet actually in action. Oh yeah, agreed. Me too. Agreed. It's that awesome. was really really cool We're to see. So, I mean, because you don't and, see it that much, like if at all, in like the Clone Wars series. You just see the ship. Speaking mm-hmm. of speaking of the gauntlet and the Mandalorian, uh, if you type exclamation point Patreon. Uh, we're going to be giving away either Bo-Katan or Rookcast um, Aldark card for this first go-around. Um, also, if you sign up tonight, or before tonight, we'll throw in an extra card for the first quarter. How about that? So, yeah. I'm going to do that again, exclamation point. Oh, i got to type in the, in the chat. When are we going to see the Marauder ship, by the way? I mean, we should see the Marauder at some point. They they announced uh, Bad Batch for Legion too. That's some of the news I didn't even I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, I saw that. So I'm excited. That'll be fun. Um, so that would probably fall in what Republic? The Bad I Batch. I would think maybe it's right there between Rebels. No, it's between it's right Republic between. and Rebels. Maybe both. What the hey? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would think... Speaking of uh, the Bad Batch... Let's see. That season just uh, ended, but we're not going to spoil the last couple episodes. I think Lee is oh, four oh, episodes I didn't, behind. I didn't, I didn't realize that this week, the last two episodes were like the last two. Yeah. For the this, season. This week, Don't you hate that? At least if you know that you're going into the last one, it's not so bad. Right now, I, I mean, you like, should be over. It's like, oh man, you sh- well. I mean, they kind of cliff left a cliffhanger. Uh, you mean kind of? Oh, I'm. I should have watched it. No, they left we, one. We, they left we've been watching a multiple like, one every other night for the last week. So, okay, just... Jonathan. Last night, <laughs> after finishing it, I went on eBay and ordered a Black Series Tech. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call good call that's all I'm gonna say it's a good call anyway um, um I've actually Tim been had... trying to find the um the micro oh what is it micro galaxies or something it's the other set that it, it's a set of um of toys like the the, the cast toys that have like little models in it and they're actually yeah. models that are oh, meant to be had, played they had tons of those at the this flea market that I was at in Delaware yeah, I can't find the Marauder. Like everywhere I've gone, I can't find the Marauder. Huh. I've been trying to pick one of those up. I had yeah. the Falcon. Anyway, um let's wrap this podcast up. So, um Tim has not rejoined us. I don't know what happened. He up oh, he did send me a message. Maybe he had to go baby tend. Daddy duty. I have to go. Baby duty. All right. Yep. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tim. And that's partially why we are called Dolls and Dice. Um, All four of us have young children. 
So mm-hmm. I also have old children, but yeah. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's fifteen taller than me, and he's got a freaking mustache. He's so fifteen now. Oh god, oh, yeah. he's already fifteen. Oh my oh, goodness, yeah. dude! Ugh. Time's going by too fast. Anyway. Mine turned six this year, and I was like, "Oh crap!" My yeah, daughter I got one turning. My my daughter turns my oldest turns six here in a week next Friday. Youngest? Yeah, that's the oldest, youngest. But yeah, my oldest <laughs> daughter, Lily. No, my youngest. Oh daughter. yeah, that's right. Because the one she's... that you learned how to change a diaper on. Though technically, I did show you on the teddy bear first. Yeah, <laughs> I held I held Lee's, <laughs> I held Lee's daughter. I held Lily. Before the, the their siblings did, yeah, you did, Oops. didn't you? I was like the third person to hold Lily. Yeah. So because I went to the hospital that day, and she's six. So go figure. Wow, Golly. time flies. I know, man. Goodness, we've known each other for a while now, huh? Just a few oh, years, man. at least six. <laughs> all right well with that all, all that being said we are going to wrap up this podcast so everyone thank you for joining us on dials and dice podcast we will be posting this to apple podcast uh also soundcloud just be looking on reddit and discord for our links uh also if you have not joined our discord community uh, i will type that in the chat right quick and there you go on a side note, I totally just bought tech even without seeing the last episode on the eBay. So, because, you know. Hey. Yeah, who doesn't want to tech anyways? Why not? Yeah. Right. What's up, Lambolo? Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually wrapping up the podcast. But um, you should be able to go back and re-listen to it because all of the content is relevant. Um, best you and your... Yeah, thanks. All right, well... um. Yeah, not gonna drop any spoilers or anything because Lee is not up to date. I right, so it is ten forty-five. Uh, join us again. Uh, so, okay, before we go, uh, I will just kind of give you a vision for uh, what we're doing moving forward. Um, we're no longer just going to be doing random game streams weekly. Um, that's just not really content. Uh, we want to give you real content. We want to give you some discussion. Um, we might go. We might do a multiplayer, the child scenario game on a stream. Um, but we're going to be more intentional. Um, but they're going to be less often. So when you do see, uh, check out our Discord. Uh, look at our, look for Reddit. Hopefully, in the future, we'll be posting more ahead of time about when we'll be streaming, uh, so that you can join us live. So thank you for joining us. Uh, any last words, Lee and Jonathan? I appreciate everyone joining. So uh, it's fun chit-chatting, especially when we got so much news to talk about. So uh, yeah, we look forward to coming up with an awesome outline for next time and uh, kind of sharing everything that's going on. Yep. And right, Jonathan, anything else? Yeah. Um, absolutely love the... Uh... The new rebranding and loving it, but just sit and talk X-Wing because it's not all the time I get a chance to do that. Um, so yeah. it's fun to actually kind of get my thoughts and then 
get the community's opinions about things. Yep. So and the, I like it. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably sprinkle in games here and there, but it's not necessarily going to be our main focus anymore, right. which is a, a good thing. And so, uh, when we do stream games, like we, we might pick up some stream games uh, for um, leagues or tournaments that are going on for like Jawa or Hexalid or something like that. Um, so, you know, people want to watch those more. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to pick those up every now and then as well. Um, but yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Have a good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite.